Today's guest is Stephanie Geiger. She's the executive vice president and co-founder of the Government Marketing University. Um, coming up, and we'll talk a bit more about that at the end, is the annual uh, Grow, Accelerate, Innovate, and, Net and Network Conference, also known as GAIN. But I was really excited. There were some friends of mine in my network, and I do a lot of networking events, who told me I needed to talk to Stephanie so that we could hear her story. So thank you for joining me today, Stephanie. Thank you, Jeremy. I'm excited to be here. And like I said, I feel like we've probably met at some point, but I'm happy to be here face-to-face -face with you now. So for those who have not met you, including myself, talk about, about your background, where you're from, who you are, and what you do. Sure. So I am a Northern Virginia native. Um, I did flee the East Coast for a little bit. I had a few California and New Mexico adventures, but I'm one of those weirdos that's like kind of been here for forever. Um, you know, grew up in Vienna and now I'm here just outside of that area um, raising my family. So I've got uh, a six-year-old and a four-year-old and um, my husband and I have our hands full uh, often with those two little guys. <laughs> but um, I have been doing B2G marketing for nearly my whole career. It's about 16 years. Um, and over the course, I've held you know various roles with resellers, professional uh, services firms and OEM. Um, and then in 2015, I co-founded Government Marketing University or GMRC for short. Um, what else? I'm a diehard Caps fan, so I'm super excited that um, hockey is back in action right now. Can't wait to get uh, to the game, take my son there because he hasn't been yet. Um, and I love just to be outdoors and cook. And so I'm super excited about fall weather and all the amazing things that come with that. <laughs> I'm with you on a lot of that. I'm not a hockey fan yet, but I, uh, I, I told my wife we need to do a Caps game just so we can get that excitement. Yeah, for sure. I can't quite, I used to be like a big, now the Commanders fan or whatever they're calling themselves these days, but <laughs> hockey has always been tried and true since I was a kid, so excited for that season. Um, and I, about GMRQ would be probably a good thing to talk about too. So um, Government Marketing University, we are a collaborative community-based approach towards knowledge sharing and skills development in the mm -hmm. U.S. public sector market. And what that basically means is that we provide training, um, networking opportunities, and community um, programs that are basically designed to support industry professionals at all levels in their careers. And so our goal is really to help keep the U.S. public sector community informed, educated, and connected um, to help accelerate their success. So you can learn more about um, that company at dmarkey.com. Um, and it just is the best. So I love working for it and um, helping to you know make it grow. And it's been a really fun ride since 2015. That's awesome. Yeah. And we'll definitely put uh, links in the description um, so that everybody can get quick access to that. So rewinding a little bit, did you always know you wanted to be in marketing? So no, um, I, I actually went to school for business and then I graduated um, focused on hospitality. And so I always knew that I wanted something kind of more um, people focused and, um, you know, event driven because I'd always liked kind of being the party planner and helping to kind of orchestrate people getting together. Um, and so I started with in the hotel um, aspect of hospitality. And I quickly realized that I really liked the client facing aspect of it, but I did not love working on the weekends. <laughs> I liked my <laughs> weekends myself. I love all of the people that work in hospitality because you guys are true warriors out there with the amount of work that you put in. But um, so I, I kind of started in moving more into like corporate events. And with that, that underneath a larger marketing umbrella. And so I got exposed to more marketing job functions and really enjoyed kind of the strategic aspect of it. So while I was still focused on events um, within the company, I was actually part of the GTSI crew. So at one point, I feel like everybody has moved their way through GTSI. I was one of those people. Um, 
but uh, I was able to kind of start wrapping more campaigns and strategy around the event. And so I really liked that aspect of thinking of something more holistically instead of just kind of the individual instance of the event. And so that sparked a lot more interest in kind of um, the more marketing traditional aspect of the roles. And so then I kind of started moving more into that direction. And I found that um, helping people determine, you know, how to be successful in this market was um, something that I really enjoyed and was good at. And so I, I really kind of found my stick in um, helping to set annual strategies and looking at, um, you know, not only the companies that I worked for, but as I consulted for um, figuring out how they could best go to market and creating a plan that would do that. Hmm. And so then what precipitated kind of the decision to start your own company, you know, co-found a company with someone? Yeah, sure. So um, with somebody who was kind of grew up, I guess, in this industry, if you will, there wasn't ever a space for me to go that was specifically tailored towards the content that I needed to be successful. Um, and so, you know, I would go to places where more traditional or commercial marketers would go, like the American Marketing Association or um, just kind of other larger associations that were broader based and didn't really necessarily have um, what I needed from a hands-on training perspective to really truly understand this market. Um, you know, there's millions of acronyms and all sorts of different types of constraints that we have as marketers to be successful. Um, and so with GMarkView, we recognize the opportunity to help kind of fill that void and be able to support marketers like myself that were trying to figure out, you know, how the heck do I do this marketing and business to government and what can I cannot do? Um, and so the, the premise there was really to be able to provide a platform um, for success. And so that's really where it started. And it's exciting because um, while I was very blessed to have some great mentors that helped to kind of guide me, there was a lot of um, on-the-job learning. And so we're hoping to hopefully avoid maybe more of that for some of the kind of up-and-coming um, professionals and alleviate some of, some of the um, more like on-demand related training and other aspects that we provide through GMRQ. I think that's an interesting point that you make that, um, you know, we start our careers after college or, or whatever training we get into and whatever program we take it to start a career, not realizing that what we learn at that moment is not anywhere near what we need to do, know to do our jobs is right. I'm imagining that's the same for marketing. You know, you go, you go to school for marketing you, or, or business, you come out, you get into the government space and like, there's all kinds of crazy rules. Um, what's, you know, is that something that um, as companies interact with the government, are you helping them figure out the best way to make themselves visible to government, but still, you know, I'm a government person, right? There's a, there are definite rules for how I engage industry. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, one of the ways is through our game conference that you mentioned. So we have an annual conference that's really supposed to help arm marketing and communications professionals with what are the right tactics? What are the right techniques that you need in order to be successful? What is happening right now in the government marketplace that you need to be aware of so that you're mm -hmm in your strategies so that you are applying the right um, messaging in order to be effective with your customers. So those are the types of um, ways that we're trying to support the community so that it isn't quite such a learning curve and so that you can more quickly um, adapt your strategy and be successful in reaching the government audience. Because while there are some kind of more commercially driven strategies that are now making their way um, into kind of our government marketing space, there's it's still it's a harder um, avenue to really get in front of. And so being able to sharpen your pencil and kind of hone your craft is really critical um, in helping to move the needle for your organization. Yeah, it's interesting. Now, are there 
marketing. I know the government hires marketing people, right? We, especially for agencies that are public um, facing, they have services they provide and they need to get them out there and let people know how to access those. Do you find yourself interacting with a lot of marketing professionals from government as well? Yes, actually, you know, so GMRQ, we started with the goal of really focusing more on the industry professional, but out of just kind of circumstance, we ended up seeing a lot of government, so .mil.gov folks that had those marketing communication job functions for those agencies at the federal level, as well as state and local, um, seeing interest in the content that we were putting forth in our conference. So we're like, hey, you know, this wasn't our goal, but we welcome you. And it's great to be able to kind of bring industry and government together, because ultimately that's the goal to foster, um, you know, better collaboration and communication. And they were coming because they wanted to learn industry best practices. And so uh, we were able to provide that platform for them. But yes, we've had, you know, chief marketing officers and communications leads and public affairs officers all partnering with us um, to be able to not only um, hopefully help them if they're struggling with, you know, an, an internal issue that they're trying to navigate, or also trying to provide um, visibility for our um, industry marketers to be able to learn from those government professionals and kind of talk about what it is that they have going on and what they're challenged with so that they can mm. be better part That's interesting. So as you've gone through your varied career, you've worked for a few companies along the way before you before you launched your own. Um, what's what's something you've witnessed in, in your industry, right? I'm not in the marketing industry, so this should be very interesting. Um, is there something that you witnessed that could be changed or done better? Uh, maybe it's one of the reasons you started your company, as I heard. Uh, but um, wh what would that be for you? That if we came to you, you know, today and said, Stephanie, you have the power now to make this change, or you have the power to make us really heavily consider a change that should be made. What would that change be for you? So I would say kind of one larger issue with maybe two parts. Um, so you know, I think more female and diverse representation in leadership roles. Um, mm. B to G industry is pretty male dominated, um, and within the marketing organization specifically a lot of people kind of cap out at the director level. So you don't see a lot of like vice presidents and chief marketing officers within specifically like a government practice. Mm -hmm. um, and so in order for you to get to some of those more senior positions, it's a lot more challenging. And so with, I would say a larger percentage of these marketing communications job functions being filled by women, it ends up kind of capping us at um, that director level. So not always necessarily, or excuse me, the senior director level, not always um, having that, seat at the table, if you will, for some of the larger um, kind of organization forward strategies that are happening. Um, and so I think that would be something that would be uh, helpful if we could kind of take a lens on some of the way that the, the organizations are structured and then particularly the titles to allow for more um, women and as well as other just, um, you know, more equity and inclusion happening um, in those leadership roles. And I think um, part of it too is that within larger um, companies where maybe it's primarily more commercially focused mm -hmm. and the public sector is just a practice within the larger organization, um, there's not always a, a complete understanding of the amount of work that, um, let's say a field marketing manager does within the public sector practice versus a field marketing manager that's responsible for commercial. And I'm sure not being a marketer, that's like foreign language to you, but for <laughs> the marketers that might be listening, um, it's definitely a struggle to help our larger corporations understand that we're not just like executing events as a field marketer. We are setting an, an annual strategy. We are running campaigns. We are running content. We are doing all of these different things where you're almost like running your own little mini business unit, but you have 
you know, a coordinator or a manager role. Um, and so it's not necessarily like the roles and potentially the salaries don't necessarily align with the level of responsibility mm. and what you're bringing to the table. Yeah, it's actually surprisingly not an uncommon complaint I've heard, even in the tech space where I work, mm -hmm. uh, where large companies have who, that have a very small federal practice uh, are struggling to get the larger company to understand there's a lot of business here. Um, right. You know, because they're- Especially you know, now. They're, I mean, there's so much money that has got the flowing into government right now. I mean, it's a crazy, amazing time for government contractors. Um, but yes, it is even with that, and, and the tech industry is still making cuts. Um, and the marketing budget is always a, a place, and department is always a place where people tend to cut first. That's interesting. So talk a bit more about the, the conference. You know, um, I, I, how is that structured? You know, uh, is it is it, how do, uh, or what, what is somebody going to learn, right? What, what are opportunities they have? To dive, is there keynotes? Is it is it sessions? How does that look? Yeah, so our, our game conference, as you mentioned, stands for Grow, Accelerate, Innovate, and Network. And this is the seventh year that we're doing it. Um, this year, we did things a little differently. And we actually had two instances because we wanted to make sure we could see people more than once. Um, so we had one out in June. Um, it was really around kind of like the mid-year checkpoint. But our fall um, conference is our historical timing. And it's really around um, setting yourself up for success when it comes to kind of annual planning. So mm. what do you need to be thinking about as you're um, thinking through your annual strategy? So what do the core components need to look like in order for your marketing department to successfully support, you know, your organization and build out its brand? And so um, with GAIN happening on October 18th, um, it's focused to allow people to learn how to kind of community build. So figuring out their power of influence. Um, we've got a lot of kind of tracks sessions so that both um, marketers and communicators that are in a strategic function as well as in more of a tactical tactical function can mm -hmm. see value in the different kinds of content. So we've got things like, you know, breaking through the noise in cybersecurity because there's a lot of cybersecurity companies and what's going to make you different. Um, we have Zoe, Chan Zoe Chance that's coming. Um, who's going to be talking around the power of influence and how it's your superpower and, um, you know, ways that you can build community within your government. Um, audience. And we've got just all sorts of different thought leaders from across our um, our market. So we really want to make sure that people see other senior leaders like themselves um, represented in the agenda. Um, and so it's just going to be a really action-packed day. It's happening at Capital One Hall in Tyson's Corner. And um, it's just going to be fast-paced. And it's going to be a lot of content that you, know, you need as you're building out your strategy for 2023. Um, it's kind of a turbulent time in the sense that there's a lot of money that's coming into government, but there's a lot of businesses that are still kind of a bit shy when it comes to putting money against their the public sector marketing budgets. And so mm -hmm. it's kind of this, this challenging time for the public sector marketers say, you know, they're waving their flag, like there's a lot of money, there's a lot of opportunity here, and um, my budget needs more money. So um, we're hoping that with this conference, we can really arm those marketers and communicators to be successful with that plan. Um, and to have them understand, you know, what, again, they need to be mindful of as they're building it out. And we also, um, as part of the conference, we always have our Gainer Awards, which is um, an annual celebration of the best in government marketing. So we're going to be closing out the day with our award ceremony. And it's just so much fun to be able to highlight all the great campaigns that are going on because we have a lot of people doing some good work um, in our industry and being able to give them an opportunity to brag a little bit. So that's how we're going to close out the day. Um, but it's going to be a really nice way to gather the community and be able to have networking and kind of peer-to-peer -peer sharing um, and walk away with some good insights. That's pretty amazing. Are there, um, so, so 
what other programs do you have that are coming up that people may be able to to take advantage of beyond the conference? I know the conference is next week and that's a big focus for you. Um, but what's looking like towards the the rest of this year? Sure. Yeah. So we um we have kind of some interesting series that we've tried to do as we're building out different ways to connect with folks. We of course want to see people in person more often. Um, but virtually we are um we have a couple of speaker series that we have going on. Um, through both LinkedIn and through Zoom. And so we've got our um, chat with a pro series where I bring on just, you know, industry thought leaders, just chat with them about topics that I'm passionate about. We just had one about women in GovCon where we were tackling Mm -hmm. some of the challenges that women face in our industry. Um, So that series is going to continue. So you can keep an eye out on LinkedIn um, for those dates. Our Ask the Expert series is where we bring in folks like um, Aaron Heffron from Market Connections, and you can ask all your burning kind of research and data insights questions, and just kind of put people in the hot seat a little bit um, with questions that you might have as you're trying to build out, um, you know, your campaigns. So those are a couple virtual instances, and then we've got um, our Mentor-Protege program. We're going to be launching our applications for 2023 um, next month, and so that's something that's really near and dear to my heart. We launched that back in 2017, and it's just been a great way, again, for um, early career marketers to be able to kind of navigate, find um, some mentors, as well as folks that might be in the industry for a long time. They're looking to learn from somebody new, and so they want to be paired up. So that's going to be um, coming out, as well as there's going to be a few other um, events that you can keep your eye out for that uh, our gainers will have special access to. So if you are a gain registrant, there's some VIP um, activities and event experiences. So we definitely want to get you in the door there so you can see that extra value. That's awesome. Well, Stephanie, I am impressed with you. This is, uh, it's, it's really interesting for me always to meet somebody who's in a different field for myself and hear a bit of the terminology and the excitement uh, for what you have going on. And so I wish you well on your conference and thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you, Jeremy. I appreciate the opportunity. It's always fun to be able to share a little bit about what we're doing and to meet somebody new. So I appreciate uh, being featured here today.